Appreciate you stopping by, giving a listen, checking us out, all that jazz. Um, today, we are doing more WWE predictions, and it's another Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, so it's another time I'm going to publicly say that I don't support this pay-per-view. I will not be watching it. I will not be giving WWE any of my money to watch it. Um, I am predicting because... You know, that's just something that I do on this channel, and I like to keep doing that. Um, But I don't support them doing pay-per-views there. Um, There's just a lot of stuff going on over there that I don't agree with personally, that a lot of people don't agree with. Um, You know, once again, this is another pay-per-view that's happening over there, another event over there that... um, the women are not allowed to compete, so they will not be there. So this is strictly going to be all the male superstars, uh, which I strongly disagree with, obviously. Um, I mean, I would hope it's obvious if you listen to this show. Um, but if you don't, if this is your first time, I think that the women you know, are equals to the men in uh, everything ever. Um, and that you know, same goes for this profession of professional wrestling in the WWE. Um, and there's just a, like a lot of stuff. Um, you can do your own research. I'm not going to go into that here because this isn't a political podcast. This is a sports podcast. So we're going to make predictions for the WWE pay-per-view. Uh, coming to you today. Uh, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, it's today, Thursday, October 31st. Happy Halloween. Um, trick or treat uh, with these matches because... It's tough, you know, typically these, you know, WWE Network exclusive events, I don't remember what they call them. It's not technically a pay-per-view. Uh, I, think at the, I think they call it like a network event. Um, typically go like bona fide house shows. So most of the time the, uh, the face is going to win. The good guy's going to win. There are going to be some matches where the heels win, obviously, to keep it balanced. But um, rarely if ever do we see any title changes or anything you know of uh substance happen at these events and i expect no different from this one um so we're going to go from top to bottom through the card according to wikipedia as it stands i believe all these this is these are all the matches that are going to be happening um because you know obviously we had monday net raw i mean it's it is Monday afternoon right now at time of recording. So raw has not happened yet. So I don't know if there's going to be any more matches made official tonight. Uh, I don't think so. And if so, they're not going to be anything of note because all the big matches are already official. Um, but one thing I do want, I don't want to say point out necessarily, but just that I'm curious about as I'm recording this, I was thinking about it earlier this morning. So this event, so this week we have Monday night raw, which is, again, tonight as of recording, it's already happened when you're listening to this. And then Thursday is the pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia. And then are they still having Friday Night SmackDown? Um, and I'm, you know, they're not going to cancel it. So either are they doing it live or are they taping it? Or 
I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming they're doing it live and they're just like, it's just going to suck for the SmackDown roster. Uh, but I'm not sure. We will find out together. Um, but that being said, yeah, well, let's go through the card. Let's predict some matches and some outcomes. Um, this is Crown Jewel 2019, starting with Team Hogan versus Team Flair. So Team Hogan is Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, and Ali versus uh, Team Flair, which consists of Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Drew McIntyre. Um, this one I think is pretty easy to say that the faces are going to win. Um, you know, because it's just your classic big, you know, superstar tag team match, good guys versus bad guys. I think this one, it's very easy to let the good guys win because no one really loses any momentum from it. Um, and again, after the pay-per-view happens, it's rarely, if ever, going to be brought up again. Um, and I mean, most of these people are intertwined currently in, um, storylines so like roman reigns is in a storyline with shinsuke um rusev is in a storyline with bobby lashley shorty g is in a storyline with king corbin so yeah i don't know i just think this is going to be your classic babyface team wins i mean a lot of times it seems like these matches and the people that are in them are just whoever the crown prince of Saudi Arabia wants. Um, he infamous, infamously, for the last crown jewel, I think it was the last crown jewel event, um, made a list of people that he wanted to come to the pay-per-view. And one of them was Yokozuna, who has been dead for, I believe, over 20 years now. Um, so, pays zero attention to wrestling, the WWE, uh, and just gets you know, ran, names random people who I guess maybe he watched growing up. I don't know. I don't understand it. But um, again, there's just like nothing in this match. It's just essentially Survivor Series match before Survivor Series. So it doesn't really make much sense. Um, so my, my you know, my prediction is Team Hogan wins this one. Um, my guess is that Reigns is going to get the win. Um for Team Hogan, he's going to one who who makes the pin. I don't know who takes the loss for Team Flair. I'd say probably King Corbin, if I had to guess. Um, yeah. It's just tough with these matches because it's like, you know, the WWE product has been in decline for years now, and it hasn't shown any signs really of, you know, not being in decline. And there's just so many good opportunities here, like Ricochet and Ali being on the same team, like with their really exciting offense that can get some really cool moves in. Um, and, then, you know, any of these guys with Shinsuke Nakamura would be great, just like letting them go off for a little bit. But I have a feeling this is basically just going to be a glorified, you know, like everyone hits their... There's going to be a moment where literally just like everyone chain wrestling back to 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 back i don't know how many that was but if it was i hope it was 10 um 
hits their finishing moves or signature moves on each other, and then it's going to be left with probably Roman Reigns standing tall, and then he's going to do a dive over the top rope into like literally everyone, is my guess. Um, but yeah, so I have team, team Hogan winning that one. Uh, next match is Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. Uh, this one is really interesting, and I think one of the toughest matches to predict. Because I honestly don't know which way they're going to go with this. Because typically, in these kind of matches, they have the non-WWE wrestler win, which is just, you know, why? Because um, they had that a couple of WrestleManias ago with, let's see, it was probably 10 plus years ago at this point, with Big Show and Floyd Mayweather, where Floyd Mayweather won. Um, same with, like, Mike Tyson when he was making appearances. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head, but they love getting these celebrity guest big-name appearances and having them win. But it's just like, none of those people have been the, the person that Braun Strowman is, but yet again, but on the other hand, Braun Strowman is just like the classic case of a start and stop push superstar who's just consistently getting really big hot pushes and then immediately those get stopped so i don't know what they're going to do here especially the way that they like the way that they booked it too is there's not really a, a clearly like defined heel and face in this match um it kind of feels like they've made stroman the de facto heel which i hate um because like why would why should people root for Tyson Fury who's a boxer who's coming into the WWE like why would we want him to win? Also Tyson Fury is just like not a good person in general. So I just like uh you know that's another reason why I don't want him to win. So it's really tough cuz I just like it's it's hard for me to imagine Braun Strowman taking a pin from Tyson Fury, but I know that they're probably going to play up the fact that Tyson Fury could like hit a knockout punch. So he doesn't necessarily get a pin, but he just knocks him out. But I don't know because, like, unlike Kane, Vel- like Kane Velasquez is signed for like multiple years, so he's not going away. Whereas Tyson Fury, uh, it's all signs point to this just being a one-off appearance. Mm. And I can't put it past WWE to do like a no finish match either because they love those. Man, I'm gonna pick a definitive winner though. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Braun. I'm gonna see that they buck the trend and that Braun gets the win here. Mm, I don't feel confident in that at all. So I'm just gonna move right along. Uh, next up, Brock Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez for uh, the WWE Championship. This has been confusing because. At first, it seemed like it was for the title, but then it like definitely wasn't, but now it definitely is. Um, so I'm just really confused, but it looks like now, for sure, it is for the WWE Championship. And for that reason, my bet is that Cain uh, Velasquez wins, but by disqualification, so Brock retains the title. Um, like My guess is that... Brock's not going to be able to do enough to keep Cain Velasquez down. And so he's, you know, going to get infuriated or, you know, 
realize that he can't do anything to win, so he's going to, you know, either take the gloves off and hit some stiff elbows to the head and get disqualified or have the match called off or grab a steel chair, use that, get disqualified. But for, you know, however it plays out, my guess is that Brock uh, Brock gets DQ'd, so he loses but keeps the title. Um, because you can't have Cain Velasquez come in and the way that they've presented him, you know, it's this new, it's this new face in the WWE. It's a well-known um, MMA UFC fighter, the one who beat Brock Lesnar like ten years ago for the UFC heavyweight title and like permanently scarred his face, um, and kind of like destroyed him, if we're being honest. Um, which is like that's pretty much the only time that's ever happened. So like in kayfabe and in real life, like Kane like has the upper hand in this match over Brock Lesnar. Um, but they're not going to have him come in and just like beat Brock Lesnar right off the, like right out the gate and have Lesnar just lose the title. Because first of all, they just aren't going to do that to Brock. Like anytime he's had a title reign, it's been like significantly long. So my guess is that, um, he holds the belt probably until the rumble, if not mania. Um, so they're not going to have Kane come in and just win it. Um, especially because then it's just like, how do you move forward then with Kane Velasquez in the WWE? Like who's his next opponent? Like, I don't know how they're going to handle Kane Velasquez either way. Like regardless of what happens after his feud with Brock, unless they just extend his feud with Brock for a while. Uh, I just don't really know where they go from here with him. Um, that being said, if they have Kane just outright win and like win the title, that just even adds more insult to injury to the title reign of Kofi Kingston because that means they had Brock take the title off of him just to then immediately turn around and lose it to a UFC fighter who's been in like three professional wrestling matches in his career um so for once i'm actually hoping that brock doesn't lose the title just because it would make me feel even more sad about kofi's title loss a couple weeks ago but yeah i I think that somehow lesnar is going to get himself disqualified whether intentionally or not so you know my my prediction is kane velasquez wins but by disqualification so brock retains the wwe championship next up is a singles match between mansoor and cesaro um mansoor is going to win this it's easy mansoor is saudi arabian he is the first um excuse me he's the first saudi wrestler to have ever competed for wwe um he gosh i can't remember did he win that battle royal rumble royal rumble whatever last time i think he did so, and I haven't heard his name since then. I mean, he's in NXT, and I don't think he does too much in NXT. So, wouldn't be surprised if they do that again uh, here. You know, big hometown win for him. So, I have him winning. Cesaro's on a massive losing streak, too. Seems like right now they have him on, like, a job-out schedule, which makes no sense. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this turns out to be one of the better matches of the night, though, if they give it enough time. It's probably going to be a sprint. Like, it's probably going to be definitely shorter than 10 minutes of a match. But Mansoor, from what I've seen and from what I've heard, uh, is a great wrestler and very entertaining. And obviously, so is Cesaro. So I think together, 
they'll probably put on a pretty entertaining match. It'll be quick. Um, but I think it'll be good. But I have Mansoor winning that. Next up is the nine-team tag team turmoil match for the WWE World Cup. So, tag team World Cup tournament. It's a turmoil, tag team turmoil match, um, which I believe is the same as like a gauntlet match. But so it is the New Day versus the Viking Raiders versus Heavy Machinery versus Lucha House Party versus Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder versus The Revival versus The OC versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus the B Team. B Team, go, team, go. Mm, I'm going to go the Viking Raiders here. Viking Raiders have been getting a pretty substantial push recently, and it should continue. Like, it's well-deserved. Um... New Day, it looks like, are on the out-and-outs, unfortunately. Um, and a lot of people think that Big E is going to turn heel eventually and uh, separate himself from Kofi. Um, but, I mean, they've been losing, like, a bunch recently, unfortunately. So, I don't see them uh, winning here. Heavy Machinery will probably get a good, good rub in this one, but they just, for whatever reason, I mean, uh, you know, I shouldn't say for whatever reason, because there are plenty of reasons, but they're not quite pulling the, uh, you know, pulling the trigger on these guys just yet, but they'll probably be one of the, you know, one of the bigger winners from this match, um, so to speak. Lucha House Party is probably going to be around for like two seconds. Same with Kurt Hawkins, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Um, the Revival could go either way. Uh, it's, hopefully, it has seemed recently that they've been booking them pretty strong, so I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being between them and the Viking Raiders. Um, but at the same time, they also love just like randomly jobbing them out. So I wouldn't be surprised also, also if they came in and lasted like two seconds. But my bet is it's going to come down to Revival versus the Viking Raiders. Um, the OC probably won't do too much here because they, for whatever reason, aren't getting zero push whatsoever. Ziggler and Rude will probably be the third lasting team because uh, for whatever reason, WWE loves the two of them as a tag team. Uh, and then the B team will do nothing as well because they're just a couple of jobbers as well. So this will be a pretty boring match. Um, my guess is it's not going to be very entertaining at all. There'll probably be some fun spots involving heavy machinery. Um, the Viking Raiders will do some awe-inspiring athletic moves for being big men, and then that's about it, and we'll call it a day. Uh, so I have the Viking Raiders winning that match. Um, next up, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. In a Falls Count Anywhere match cannot be stopped for any reason match for the Universal Championship. So let me repeat that. It is a Falls Count Anywhere match, which means... You can pin them anywhere. There's no, that means it's also no DQ. There's no count outs. There's no submissions. I don't think there's any submissions. I think it's like you have to win by pin, but I'm not positive on that. But it can happen outside of the ring. Um, and then match cannot be stopped for any reason. Obviously, that means nothing. Like That's not like an actual kind of match. They're just adding that in because people are still pissed from Hell in a Cell. Um, my prediction is Seth Rollins retains here because if they didn't have the Fiend win at Hell in a Cell, there's no chance in hell <laughs> that they're going to have the Fiend win in Saudi Arabia where they're never going to bring it up and talk about it again. They're not going to crown a new Universal Champion 
uh, in an event that they're not going to show any highlights of and after next week never talk about it again. So Rollins retains here, unfortunately, and they go separate ways, especially because, you know, Bray Wyatt is on SmackDown now. Seth Rollins is still on Raw, so obviously you're not going to have the Universal Championship and the WWE Championship both on SmackDown. Um, so it's just really unfortunate. I am not looking forward at all to seeing how this match ends because it's just going to have to involve Seth Rollins pinning The Fiend clean. Uh, and The Fiend will then have lost literally all the momentum that he has and essentially kills the character entirely. Uh, which is like a massive bummer because everyone was saying, how can they mess this up? There's no chance they actually messed this up, right? And then they literally found the one way to mess up the character of Bray Wyatt and just completely get rid of all his credibility, all of his reputation. And it's such a shame and such a bummer because he was by far the coolest character the WWE had seen literally since The Undertaker. Like, it had been decades since they saw, since they had created a character so unique, so cool, so... uh, uh, I can't even think of the words, just, you know, so different, so weird and creepy and so well done too. It was so well executed. All the Firefly Funhouses were so good. And then him coming out and using the mandible claw on all these different legends and taking them out. And it just, it looked so good. His entrance is killer. His music is awesome. The mask is sweet. His like moveset is great. And they've just ruined it, completely ruined it. And it really like makes me angry because this was like one of the few things, one of the few wrestlers that like everyone was so invested in. And they just were like, nah, Seth Rollins wins. And it's such a bummer for Seth too, because now he's just getting booed everywhere he goes. And it's not his fault, you know? He's just doing what Vince tells him to do. He's, you know, it's not his fault. Like, I'm sure if it were up to him, he would have wanted the fiend to win too or have had that match end a different way as well um but i don't know man it's just such a huge bummer and i just i literally this is by far the most confident i am in a prediction for this pay-per-view is seth rollins beating the fiend like i just there's no way that they have the universal championship change hands at this pay-per-view and especially just like after what happened to Hell in a Cell, it's just like, it's just ruined. And it just is such a bummer. Um, so, anyways, I have Seth Rollins winning that match and retaining the Universal Championship. Um, up next, 20-man Battle Royal. The winner faces AJ Styles for the WWE United States Championship in the same night. Um, let me see... If I can find any of the participants in this match. Hold on a second. Um, see if anyone is predicted or confirmed to appear. Welcome back to Sports Talk with Swag, where I do the research I should have done beforehand. Live on the air.
No one is confirmed on WWE.com. Um... Yeah, there's still no one at all confirmed. So my guess is that's probably all going to happen on Monday Night Raw. So at this point, you probably all already know who's in it. But um, I'm trying to think. It's going to be a lot of people. Like It's going to be like Apollo Crews, Cedric Alexander, um... Probably, um, what's his face? I can't even remember his name because he doesn't do anything anymore. Just a bunch of those kind of people, honestly. I have no idea who's going to win. I, they may be saving it for like a special like return, maybe surprise return, but, hmm. I have no idea. I can't predict this because I literally have no idea who's going to win it. I can't even think of who they'd have win, especially because I don't think they're going to have anyone from either of like the Team Hogan or Team Flair people. I don't think they're going to have any of them appear in this match and especially then win it. But regardless, whoever wins I, is going to lose to Styles because, again, they're not going to have a title change on this pay-per-view for reasons I've already explained. So I have AJ Styles winning either way, and especially because he also has a lot of um, momentum behind him right now. Like, despite the fact that the club has, like, zero momentum, like, Styles himself, he has a good amount of momentum behind him. So my guess is that um, he will win either way. So... Yeah, and that's all the matches for Crown, for Crown Jewel 2019. Um, not super exciting. I know this happened last time as well. I just like I'm not excited for these pay per views because I don't think they should be happening because I just don't agree with them. Um, and they're just again they're glorified house matches, um, house show matches. So I just I don't know. I don't see anything exciting really happening here. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I just get, anytime I have to think about The Fiend, I just get really bummed out with how they've ruined his character. And it makes me really sad and melancholy. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's going to do it for us here. Uh, those are all my predictions for Crown Jewel. Um, again, if you're a WWE fan, I recommend you not watch it and not support this because it's messed up. Um, but I will be posting my predictions again on Facebook. So make sure you check those out and I will be posting, um, how I did as well. Um, outside of that, we are wrapping up the hunt for the best sports city of all time series on this channel. We just did, uh, last episode was Chicago versus Washington. So make sure you listen to that episode. Um, whoever wins that is going into the championship match. And then next matchup will be, um, Boston versus Minneapolis for the other championship uh, spot. So exciting times. We're getting close to finding out who the winner is. Um, make sure you're following us on social media. 
Twitter is STWS Cast, and Facebook and Instagram are Sports Talk with Swag. Make sure you follow all those uh, so you can vote in the polls for the series and keep up with when new episodes are posted. They're pretty much every Thursday. If if, if it's not, then I'm taking the week off, but it's every, Thursdays are when I post the episodes. Um, speaking of which, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, um, all that good stuff. You can listen to this show. Uh, you can write an email in to sportstalkwithswag at gmail.com. I read all those and respond to them. Uh, and yeah, that's going to do it for me here. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. It's